Hello, gentlemen. We're back. We are we back. Are, we are back. Pod number three. How's it going? Good. How are you? Doing How's good. Your, doing good. Well, it's the beginning of the week, but we haven't been on for a couple weeks. Yeah, what's been going on with everybody? Let's check in. Well, we were on vacay. Me and Ron were on vacay. Mm. How's your week been, Ryan? <laughs> it's been cool. A couple parties. Had a house a yourself. Ryan had a party a couple at the house, house parties while you guys were, while gone. We, were gone. We, we now have a big hole in our backyard. I don't know if that had happened. <laughs> so I just wanted to say something. We started our podcast. First one was great. Second one... We had a guest, my dad. I think yeah, we should, it. yeah, we should have thought that out. I think we should have saved him for a little while, you know, for a later sure. um, podcast. I think people should get to know us first, don't you think? Oh, yeah. yeah. It makes so. sense, right? No, it does make sense. Makes sense. That does I make get sense. it. So, we're going to introduce ourselves. Today's topic is going to be... Should we do a, a bottle spin or do a flip a coin? It's going to be you. Or... It's going to be you. We decided. <laughs> <laughs> it's going right. to be wrong. Oldest to youngest. Right. Oldest to youngest. Oldest to And indeed, I am the oldest. Are we starting with that right now or are we checking well, in on our week? What, what let's happens check uh, in. Yeah, since, we've, yeah. since we haven't been on, it's been a couple of weeks. Let's hear highlights yeah. of what's been going on in your life this highlights. past couple weeks. I like it's good and bad. Just see, well, I, I'm, I'm uh, physical therapy started to back up uh, mm-hmm. for my shoulder. Those who didn't know, I had some surgery on my shoulder and, and I'm working on it. So yeah, it's getting better. But that started up just a, a couple weeks back. So that's good. That's on, good. Yeah, you, the, do, you do that today day? on the healing road. No, I do that uh, this week. It's twice a week. So uh, this this week I'm going on Wednesday and Friday. You're going back. Yeah. Good, good, good. What about you, Ryan? And, and that's what your highlight. That's not, I wouldn't say uh, highlight. It's not really it's a highlight. Going my on highlight, with you, right? if, my highlight, if I have to say, is is the uh, is the trip we just took. You guys just went on a just. beautiful trip. Beautiful, amazing. Uh, Very phenomenal. jealous. It was a short trip, you know, honestly. But well, the things we did there felt like it was a long trip. It felt like we covered a lot of stuff. Oh yeah. We, we had, had a lot, lot of relaxation. Time. You know. Heck yeah. A little bit of everything. Yeah, we did some excursions. It was a good time. Yeah. Heck yes. So we're taking everybody. I mean, we're inviting everybody. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah. I think we should. We're all going. We're mm-hmm. all going back. Nice. What about you, Ryan? What's been going on with you? Um, just hanging out with my cousin. Your bud. Listening to some good music, you know, just messing around, playing music, you know, trying to get closer to a dream, I guess. Mm-hmm. And what about it's you? Same thing. Those. You were. Vacationing. I was on vacation. Yeah, I would say those are my highlights. I have a couple of low lights. things going on. Low lights. <laughs> low lights. Some dim lights. I'm not gonna be a Debbie Downer. Don't be a Debbie. Yeah. Be I could too. I could bring up some some downers, but mm-hmm. uh, uh, most of it's been high. So yeah, for sure, for sure, it's been good. We've, so what do we pour up right blessed. here? What do we pour up right here? Tell oh. us about. Oh, this. oh so. While we were in Mexico in um, Tulum, which is um, a lot of Mayan culture there. Yeah, for sure. Amazing. You can tell by the label. Yeah, yeah so, I mean, I haven't seen this mezcal here. Mm-hmm. Oh. It's a Oaxaca. We're going for mezcal It today. was made in Mexico. It's a reposado. Hmm. Um, it's called Zign- Zignum. Zignum. Yeah, we tried Zignum. the... 
Yeah, we tried the Blanco version of this. This is the Reposado, so uh, it's got a little bit of a whiskey. The guy said it was local. Yeah. I mean, I don't know how local those it's Oaxacan. Well, he did describe mezcal being kind of uh, whiskey related anyway. Yeah. So this kind of did the, the Blanco did have kind of a whiskey taste, which which I'm okay with. I like a little bit of whiskey. Uh, I tip. I didn't think I liked mezcal to be honest. But you liked that one. This might be like the I was surprised third tequila I've ever tried. So. They're different Yeah, and kind. this is a mezcal, yeah. so it's okay. a different... I don't even know mm. what the difference between mezcal and tequila is. Mm. Did you just say? Well, no, I mean, he kind of described it as being more of a... More of a has more of a whiskey sense to it. Ish, right? Or something. Yeah, whiskey is... I'd have we'll to look have it to up. We'll have to look that up. Yeah. <laughs> For a later podcast, when we talk yeah. about our trip to Mexico, maybe we'll bring that up, because I, I am interested in yeah. finding out more about it and what's the difference. More info to come. Correct. But anyways, For we sure. want to cheers to family, like always. So cheers to family. Cheers Here's the family. Favorite man in my life. Let's go. All right. Let's go. I'll down the, down the So, food. yeah. One, two, three. I don't know. How does it go? One, two, three. Go. <laughs> I don't even know how it goes. Mm-hmm. Over the lips and like past it? the gums. Look out, tummy. That's really good. You ever heard that one? <laughs> no, I've never heard that one. <laughs> what is it? Over <laughs> the lips and past the gums. Look out, tummy. Here it comes. <laughs> Look out, that would be something Ron would, <laughs> would know. It's a Ronism. He has all the, it's a Ronism, right? <laughs> Definitely a Ronism. Mm-hmm. Ronism? Yeah, okay. that's from the white culture. I've never heard that. <laughs> that was really good, though. Actually, really. That was this was better. That was I beautiful. I don't really taste the hint of the uh, whiskey in this one. It just tastes like tequila and a really good one. Smooth. I always thought like mezcal had the uh, worm in the bottom. It's not one of those. Right? It's not oh, that. Oh, no. No, I like that. that. I don't see any worms. Feels okay. good. That was pretty flavorful. Yeah. All right. Very cool. I'm digging it. All righty. All right. So let's get into yeah. this. Renald. It's, it's the Renald show. The it's Renald the Renald show. show today. Hey, welcome to the Renald show. <laughs> yes. We so, so obviously your name is Ron. Yes. Ronald. Ronald, if we're going to be official, Ronald. Ronald. Yep. I don't know. I don't, he became I don't, I don't know the origin of Ronaldo. Mm-hmm. You know, when... When I joined the Mexican family. <laughs> That's your Mexican well, name? when did And start? how did it... How did it... Yeah. How, how did it get to Ronald? Exactly. I don't remember. That's you. And you even have it that way in your car. Like, when you're, you're dialing <laughs> me up. Ronald. Ronald. It's Ronald. It's, it's, it's R-O-N, but then it's capital A. Yeah. Ronald. <laughs> yeah, so it's... I don't know. Pretty comical. I love yeah, it. Yeah, that's funny. You just made that up. <laughs> you did. Well, Ronald. just like we combined our last name, because and, we all have different last names. Correct. And you still call me that to this, to this day. I mean, we Which met, I mean... We met back in... That's Ronald. pretty funny, actually. I never thought of that, really. We well, all have yeah. different last names. We do. So... You know, I'm Perez. You're McCormick. Right. Uh, My kids are soon to be Perez. Just not soon Perez, to be Perez. Yeah. We won't. We won't say. We we won't mention what their last name is. Yeah. So, you know, I don't anyways, know the origin of it. Uh, my middle. So, anyways, name. you became we us yeah. as a family became what? McCormick. McCormick. I like it. Yeah. I like it. Yeah, we kind of combined the two. Yeah. We call this the Casa McCormick. Where we're at now. <laughs> Casa <here>. de McCormick. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the house here in... Uh, I didn't change my last name when we got she married. She didn't take my name. Yeah. Well, so, and that's... And I'm not hurt by it, honestly. I'm really not. I'm not hurt by it. Yeah. yeah. Perez mean, probably has a lot more history than the we, McCormick I name. think had we met earlier yeah. in life and we had planned to have kids, right. it would have been a different story. Hey, and if my name was actually tied to the McCormick Spices, I'm pretty sure you would have taken it. Probably. Mm. <laughs> Whoa! That's... See? Look at there. Gold See, digger. now it comes out. Just now it kidding. comes out. Yeah. No, I don't know. I mean, I've, I've, possibly. 
It's been my name forever, you know? Yeah, yeah, no, no. I, no. I'm not hurt by it. It's a different era. I think back in the day, it was just kind of, you just did it. That's just how it worked. That's it's just a, how it was, yeah. Just how it was, you know, and... and I mean, side note, I didn't changed. want to be a second Mocorez, yeah. so yeah, that, not that. the main reason, but... Sure. You know, it's a lot of paper. It's just a lot <laughs> into it, you know? No, like there, I there, said, there. If, had we met earlier in life and had kids and stuff, right. it might have been a different story. And, you know, just in case it doesn't work out, going back to Perez would, be, <laughs> would have been a difficult trip to make. So. <laughs> she wanted yeah. to keep that... Uh, just kidding. Anyways. Okay, so Ron. I don't know the origin of... Of McCormick? Ron, but I do... Uh, Seth, actually, I think he came, was, uh, I believe, a grandfather of mine. Because your middle name is Seth. Yeah, middle name is Seth. Oh, uh, let's talk about know. how... We did our um, our DNA thingy, oh. and your whole life, I mean, McCormick, come on, how could you not be Irish, right? <laughs> you would he think. Irish. I didn't even put that, because I made some notes, but I didn't even put that down as uh, as one of my notes, but that is trippy. I thought for my whole life that I was Irish because of the McCormick name, right? right. Yeah. I did have some friends in uh, the, uh, years back that told me, I don't know, McCormick's more Scottish, but either way, mm. Scottish or Irish. Right. You know, uh, I, I went through life thinking that, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and did you come up Scottish? I came up uh, with 8% Irish only. Only 8%. 8% Irish. Yeah. There's, in fact, there's only four things. Uh, middle, I can't remember all of them, though. It's all, but it's all, nor- like, not Norwegian. European? European. It's all European countries. It's four of them only. Yeah. Mainly and Irish is only 8% of that. 8%. Which, He's a, he was sporting Irish. I'm pretty sure I was. Man, I used to like the Celtics. I used to like the Celtics. I was all about it. All Irish. culture and all of it, man. And, that's, uh, that's, a, that's a bummer, though. When you pretty think, much you know, a bummer, yeah. So now what do I attach myself I mean, you're to? Part, I have no idea. You're, you're a partial Irish. <laughs> I guess the 8%, I suppose. I could still... Uh, so you you're tree. saying you don't know where Ron came from, like how you were no, named like Ron. you know how some people the parents, but well, back in the day anyway, you, 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 you a lot of you uh, you would name them after somebody in the family. Yeah, and, mm. and I think well, my brothers, I have uh, so I'm a, I come from a family of five. There's five of us: mm-hmm. one girl, four boys. One girl, four and boys. I know Don, just older than me. He was uh, his middle name uh, is James. And my uh, Russ's middle name is Dean because my dad was a James Dean fan. Oh, that's cool. Oh, wow. So, but why did I? I mean, I was in the middle of that. Did well, he fucking forget? And then he just remembered. <laughs> it? Did he forget though and remembered? Uh, you know, down the road. They, they probably were just like, "Hey, let's," you know. <laughs> I don't know. I always James, tripped out on that. Dean. I was, yeah, but why not me? I was the next one up. Yeah. Well, you know, why did he throw that They didn't in think of it until after you <laughs> Well, and, and, and that probably comes to me, because I used to think that I didn't belong in that family for the longest time. I How weird. Felt like that I was, you didn't belong It felt like family. I was a little bit of an outcast. Really? I don't know if any of the others felt that way. And how young? Jeez. I mean, I was living in Pennsylvania, so I was a, I mean. You were a kid. kid. Then. Yeah, I was a kid. I was a kid. How funny, because I know a lot of families. Yeah. They tend to have like a black sheep of a family. I wouldn't consider that like a black sheep, or maybe they, you mean family. I mean, just that? as far as different, oh, you know. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Just as far as there's one that doesn't. It doesn't seem like to kind of fit in. Yeah. But that's weird. Why would you say that? Uh, I just had that feeling. And your interests. Uh, My interests were different than everybody else's. Yeah, yeah. there was that. 
you know, I, I think I mentioned before, everybody else is mechanics in my family. Mm -hmm. and I, I took up, you know, art, playing guitar. and a creative drawing, route. Like more of a creative route. Yeah. But growing up as kids, what, why did you feel different? Like, because like when you're a kid, yeah, what do you, just, what do you, you know what? notice? Uh, my love for, uh, for for school at that time, like I was, I was a, a little bit above and beyond. Mm -hmm. Like reading, I caught on to almost, like super fast. My teacher, and I went to Burton Elementary in in, in Erie, so we should start there. I went to, uh, I was born in Erie, Pennsylvania, so nowhere yeah. way on the East Coast. So yeah, um, that was back in 1966. So those of you that know, you want me to do the add Erie, up? Erie, Pennsylvania. <laughs> I'm 55, soon to be 56. Anyway, um, it seems super young. I uh, yeah, but I caught on to like school and and, and enjoyed it uh, probably way more than my brothers and, and sisters did. And you, I learned sounds. how to read super fast. My teacher yeah. used to take me uh, in I don't think it was in first or second grade to other grades higher than me and have me read for the other kids. That's crazy. Yeah, have me sit in front of the, in front of the classes of other higher grades than me and read yeah. to them because she was so proud of how I could read. You were very yeah. articulate, or did, did very you like, articulate, did but not initially. Let me tell you yeah. the story. I, had, I know Des knows this one. So when I, in my memory, now this could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure this happened. They used to give a interview to go into like uh, first grade, right, mm. kindergarten, first grade. I feel like I started late, and the reason why I feel that is because when I went to my interview to get to, to find out if I can enter the school, because my my birthday was right around the start of school, so, yeah. Um, I could have, I could have, I think I skipped a year, but when I went to get interviewed, the, the, the principal, I think it was the principal taking, giving us the test, he would ask questions. So <laughs> he told me, how, how, how do I pronounce Chicago? Well, and I pronounced it Chicago. So that was strike, <laughs> that was strike number one. But the biggest one was he said, how many wheels are on your bicycle? And I said, well, there's three. Because, you know, my bike had three wheels. <laughs> ah. That's not the correct answer. Obviously, bicycles too. So I was uh, five, right? Sickle. So I didn't know that. I didn't catch on. Yeah. I think when you're in kindergarten, yeah. you don't really. Well, know like that. I said, in my memory, that's what it, I don't. It, that may be complete. So false. you were held that's back. That's what I remember. No, I, you probably just would have been an early start. I don't remember getting interviewed. I might have been, I'm, yes, I might have been an early start. You're I right. was younger than all my friends yeah. in my grade, so yeah. because of you were trying to day. test up. Probably, just yeah. Trying to. Started an earlier. Started yeah, probably started earlier, but yeah, you you're probably so, right. It probably wasn't starting late. Yeah, because so I, I, I think finished. You were behind. Oh, so in your mind, you thought you were behind. I thought it was because it felt like when I was in high school that I was older than most of the kids. I was 18 when I graduated. Oh, okay. And I was turning 19 that year, so I feel like I was behind a little bit. You felt like you were anyway, behind. Those are reasons why I felt like until I was you were reading for well, higher grades. Yeah, because I caught on to stuff super fast. I caught on to like reading and math. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. consider you a pretty smart guy. Yeah, I catch on to stuff pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. I think I've lost a little bit of it over the years, <laughs> but... Uh, I mean, you're always my yeah. second years because I forget. Oh, you know what? I used to write really well, like uh, paragraphs and things. And you really liked that. My comprehension mm. uh, was, was high, so they... they uh, I had low co reading comprehension really? always. Yeah. That was one of my favorite things to do was, yeah. was figure out what a, what a paragraph meant and what they were talking about. And yeah. And all of it. Okay. And I was really good at that. And writing them too. Uh, in fact, this is a this is a trivia, not trivia, but this is a um, fun little fact. thing, a fun fact. Yeah, there you go. Fun fact that I had in in uh, 1976, we were tasked to write a uh, uh, history, a paragraph on history, basically the, the centennial, right? Because mm -hmm. it was a bicentennial. Mm -hmm. 
So I did write one, gave it to the teacher. Well, she ended up submitting it to the local newspaper and it got published. Wow, yeah. So I was a hero for that's, a little bit. I got 15 it. bucks. I got 15 bucks. 15. They, they sent me a $15 oh. check. And when you're that young, I mean, look at it. I'm, I was uh, 9, 10 years old. Yeah. Wow. What is that? Maybe like yeah. 50 bucks? Maybe. Yeah, we're talking about, yeah, 76. Dang. It was a long ass time ago. So that's pretty cool. 15 bucks was a big deal. I treated deal. everybody to ice cream. When the ice cream man came around, I was forking out the belt. Making nice. it, oh, making it rain. How much was ice cream? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh I can't even recall. Super cheap. Yeah, I imagine. Super, super cheap. <laughs> anyway, that was, a, yeah, that was a big highlight of my childhood was doing that. Uh, you know, and I had a bunch of that stuff. So you enjoyed school? Were you competitive yeah. with it, or was it? Did it just come easy? No, it just came easy. And yeah, it just came easy. You just completed it. You were good at like being math. productive. You I was. I was a little bit above uh, my. You grade were a procrastinator. Math. Not really. Well, yeah, but I felt like I I, I worked well under pressure. If I was if I procrastinate stuff, I'm Some pretty good at getting stuff done at the end. Pull it off. Hear yeah. the information, soak it in. I did retain and pretty good. well. Yeah, I had mm. to study. I, I was that a, type of... I was a pretty good test taker. The problem with that is once I got done taking the test, then I would just... I don't need it anymore. Uh, you know? And I think I'm still that way. Like, I could sure. take a test really well. I could cram for it, study for it, and, and take it really well, get a great grade, and then mm -hmm. flush it. Mm -hmm. And then it's done. Yeah. If I had to take the same test a week later... You don't continue later, to, like, <laughs> practice it or study right. it, you'll lose it. If I were to take yeah. the same test a week later, I would vomit. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So growing yeah. up, what, what did you want to be when you grew up? Oh, geez, what did I want to be? I don't even remember thinking about... No? Uh, like a career-wise. I feel like kids all talk about... What do you want, or do your teachers ask? We you, always... Well, you, you know, back, we were back in the era when there there wasn't any of this uh, social media. There wasn't right. computers and cell phones and all that stuff. We played cops and robbers and hide-and-seek and all that shit in the yeah. streets. And, you know, we... That, so career-wise, those were the big ones, you know? Being, what, cops and being robbers? Being a cop. Not a robber. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Not a robber, you That's say. Very funny. <laughs> That's interesting. Do you want to be a cop yeah. or do you want to be a robber? Uh, now, nowadays, like, yeah. they have professional tags, so you can be... <laughs> kids can play tag as a youngin. Professional tag? They oh, I was pretty good at professional that. Tag. Man, I was pretty good at tag back in the day. Right? I never heard of that, really. Who knew? I'll oh, show you guys. Know. It's intense. Wow. Yeah, no. It's, it's real. Yeah. Yeah, so you wanted you wanted to be a cop then? Uh, well, I did. I did think about that. I don't know why. For a young, as, a, as a, even as a young kid, I thought about something that um, would uh, I could stop working at some point and still collect a paycheck. Oh, you for some reason, I understood. That I understood that. Really? Around probably around you know nine ten years old, I understood that. Oh wow! Wait, and that I'm is getting, uh, that is your career. What I do now? Yeah, you'll get checks after yeah, when I retire. There's, a, yeah, I have a, it's called a pension. Retirement. So I basically, because you know you work for the state, you get a pension that comes your way. Very cool. You put in towards that, obviously, throughout the you know your so career. So you're planning for your future. So I kind of thought of that. Okay. So so everything that I kind of did was was trying to work towards finding that kind of a gig. Financial base. Financial kind of security, because security. I felt like we weren't that secure, you know, growing up. Yeah, for sure. That's very interesting. Yeah, That's yeah. cool that you knew that. Because I felt like my dad hung out at bars a lot. I don't know what he did. I think he worked for a hydraulic company. You don't know um, what he really did. I think that was his that was his main profession. But when when as I got older and, and you know was a little more observant to what he actually was doing with his life, it felt like uh, he was just bouncing around, you know, and he wasn't really interested in a career per se. Mm -hmm. Because my mom had the career; she's the one. She had the she was an RN, mm -hmm. critical care nurse. You know, she had a long term career. Mm -hmm. uh, 
and she would always find work wherever we went. So yeah. within a day, she would find a job, a well-paying job. So my dad could just chill, you know, yeah. hang out at the bar. So we kind of grew up that way. So and how old were you when you kind of decided, oh, I want to work for like a job, maybe for what is it, the state? More security. Yeah, well, I was so thinking more security. I was yeah, more of a, a more security base, basically financial security, things that would, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that at some point I'm, I'm putting in towards my uh, my, my future. Uh, I was thinking of that early when I was a kid, but also, you know, high school and stuff, I started thinking about it. I felt like, okay, college, I could learn to do something in college. So mm-hmm. I did, I started taking, uh, you know, uh, nursing classes in college and stuff, and then joined the military shortly thereafter. So you thought of nursing because your mom was a nurse? Yeah. Okay. And because I saw her everywhere she went, she never had a problem finding work. Okay. And that was my, my fear, was not mm-hmm. being able to find you know, employment at any point in my, uh, she, yeah. my future. So, because I wanted to be a nurse or a doctor. Uh, I would have probably more aspired to be a doctor, but things kind of things got in my way. Yeah, things things didn't work out that way. Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> when you realize that uh, you know becoming an MD would take you know that's eight years of college. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, minimal. That's, mm-hmm. that's at least you take, and then yeah. you know, specialize into something. It's going to take longer than that. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know if I had that kind of energy. I did join the military though. I didn't retire. I didn't retire at it. There I was, probably twenty years old, nineteen, twenty years old. Wow. But let's even go back because I was back. I was I was still in Pennsylvania. Let's see. So we talked about the '76 getting published. Yeah, I was a writer. I got published. '76. '76. Uh, yeah, you were a writer. You got 1976. I got published oh, wow. in the local newspaper. Where was I in 1976? I was a hero. Where were you in the womb? <laughs> How to come out. You were in the womb? <laughs> she I was, was born in the end of 76. So yeah, I was probably uh, in the womb. So Pennsylvania, let's talk about that Pennsylvania life. It was great. I grew up in Pennsylvania where it snowed. You see all seasons, mm-hmm. but I really loved the fact that you, did, that you did see all seasons. When it snowed, it snowed crazy. That's cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole city would get frozen. Mm-hmm. Um, but I enjoyed that. But let me tell you, one... one, one uh, instance in particular we used to have a uh, snowmobile you've seen those I'm sure on TV you don't have them down here in California but snowmobile used to be this thing you could ride in the snow that's cool so we would uh, tow that out to uh, my grandpa's farm so he was a dairy farmer out in, in, York, in York County yeah. Pennsylvania this massive property anyway so when all the corn was gone it was just a field we would take the snowmobile out on that field when it snowed mm. well there's one in particular incident I had the snowmobile. My turn to ride it, right? Yeah. I get on there, and my mom wanted to ride with me. I'm like, cool. All right, we'll get, <laughs> take my mom for a spin. Uh-oh. So we're zipping through the field, and I, I, I guess I hit a, a small ditch. You hit a small. I hit a small ditch, ditch. as I'm cruising, and uh, you know, it just it threw me around a little a bit. A small I, ditch is like a huge just a hole, little, just right? A, yeah, but yeah, it's. <laughs> It's a ditch, <laughs> like the ones we have in our backyard with the plumbing. That goes. Anyway, so sure, I was yeah. zipping through on this uh, snowmobile. It rocked me a little bit, you know, and I kept on going. And I'm just, I'm just cruising, loving it. <laughs> Snow flying in my face. Uh, but I realized I didn't have my passenger anymore. Oh, <laughs> no, poor Nancy. When oh. playing with your mom goes rock. Yeah, I wish they had cameras oh. back then to see that. Because I imagine she probably got thrown off of that thing. Pretty oh hard. no! By the time I realized that, I turned, I turned around. I couldn't even see her. I could see just her arm oh raving. Oh my god! Because she got into the snow. And hey, she, she was barely, waving. She, she was alive. <laughs> Thank goodness she was alive. But oh, I felt. 
Miserable. <laughs> At least she was waving. I felt so miserable after that. After <laughs> dumping her off the back of the. I'm surprised she got Moms on the. Moms can't trust their boy playing with their boys. I'm surprised that she experience. she must not have remembered that when she got on the motorcycle with me that one time here. Oh yeah, right? probably not. <laughs> she must not remember. She must not have. She still got on the back of that no, bike. No, she did get on the back. I was, I was really shocked. So yeah, you used to like live. You grew up in the snow. Yeah, yeah, the snow. Well, my favorite place place was uh, my grandpa's farm. It was it was huge. We used to spend our summers out there, you know, baling hay and running through the cornfields. And, <clears throat> and when I tell you about his property, farm I don't remember seeing another the other fence line. Yeah, wow. We used to hike in his on his property and never see the other end of the fence. And line. from there, you guys moved to Arizona. From there we moved, yeah, to Arizona. Yeah, we spent a few, you know, a few bunch of summers there. But uh, you know, there was a thing that happened, and I don't know if I should go into that. What happened in Pennsylvania? I'm probably going to save that. Uh, my dad ended up losing his his gig, so he ended up moving to Tucson. Mm-hmm. And I did guess they'd been there before. I didn't know that at the time, but they had been there before because that's where my my older brother uh, Don was 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 born. So mm. he was familiar with it. Yeah. So uh, he came to Tucson, found a gig, and then sent for us later. So we ended up going down to down to Tucson, living on the south side. That's the something worst, big happened. Like well, what, I mean, tragic. what's the big? Your guys' house caught on fire. I mean, yeah. what? Why are you going to save that for later? My house caught on fire. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I'm not going to say how it caught on fire. My house caught on fire. Okay. Burnt to the ground. We ended up losing it uh, and everything completely. Uh, lost everything from that fire, yeah. and that's why you moved to Arizona. That that was the catalyst that got us. To so move you out moved from the snow. We stayed, there, we stayed there for a little longer in the projects. From the really snow to the desert. Yeah, yeah, and that's what a shock that was. So to travel, uh, my mom had to shove five kids because my dad was already down here. So when he sent for us, my mom shoved five kids into a and, and everything we owned into a Greyhound. Mm-hmm. And some of you might not know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> Greyhound bus. Bus. It travels from Pennsylvania, Erie, Pennsylvania, to Tucson, Arizona. How old were uh, you? 11. So you remember this. I don't clearly, yeah. 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 I remember stepping out of the bus in Tucson and, and getting shocked by the heat. Because oh, we got there in the summertime. It was... Yeah. It took my breath away. I couldn't breathe. I was yeah, you're like, shocked. Dry heaving. There was like no way I could live in this. Oh it was miserable. And then we crammed into my dad, dad. My dad had an old like '65 Mustang. Crammed us all into that car, all of us. You know, five kids, my mom and my dad. No air conditioning. By oh the way. no! My dad just rolled his window down and said, "There's your air conditioner. Oh, yeah. speed up." There's. A... But then, so then you got hot. You know, 105 degree. You know, wind blowing in your face. Mm-hmm. At 60 miles per hour. Was, oh my. Yeah, that was my first experience with Tucson and I hated it. Arizona. Yeah. In the south side too, which is probably the worst. It's, it's real ghetto over there. It's the south side. It's is Tucson it? the hardest. Yeah. Were you like raised there? Do you feel like that's kind of where That's you where were? I spent most of my Did you from be- then on. become a man there? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. in yeah. Arizona. Because I, I spent, you know, all of my, uh, probably, what do you say, what? Teens, young adults, yeah, yeah. probably eleven or twelve yeah. years old on. I, I was there, fourth, fifth grade. Yeah. And then, what made you decide to go to the military? Uh, for for the reason of uh, career, you know, and and I think initially I was I was going to college, ran out of money, I couldn't afford it anymore, and the money I was making wasn't uh, wasn't really working out for me. 
Yeah. And my brother went in the same time, different branch, but we we both decided to join military together and uh, and start that career. So. And you were. Army. Yeah, I started the army. Uh, it started out weird. I was a, a communication specialist, they call it. So I used to work on radios and stuff for the for uh, helicopters, aviation, mm-hmm. aviation. Uh, Mechanic, basically, or aviation. Very cool. So, did you and your brother like really? You guys talked about this before you went in. You were. We like, used to talk a lot about stuff. We were. We when we got out of the house, uh, I got out of the house right at right when I graduated high school. My and Russ followed me. We moved into somebody's basement. He was younger there. than you, right? Yeah, he was still he was still a, a senior. And he moved out. With he you. moved out as well. He you guys moved out together. You guys. Uh, just a year apart. He's he was born in no a little bit more. He's he's born in sixty eight. Okay. So you guys grew up going to the same schools with each other. Yeah. You yep. guys knew people. Yeah, similar. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, we didn't stay in in South Tucson, thankfully, because that was, you know, there was a lot of a lot of trouble there, a lot of a lot of uh, violence, and we got robbed a few times, stuff oh, like wow. that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember my mom bought a bike once for me, and the um, next day, uh, it was stolen. Oh my no, that <laughs> yeah. sucks. Wow. While I was on it, I came up no. and just, I came up and just told me got my bike. So, oh wow! <laughs> no, so it ended up being his bike. Apparently, it wasn't mine. Oh, <laughs> no, that's wow. messed up. Anyway, so yeah, he had my bike. Wait, so you said like I anyway. think you said before, were you not that popular in high in school? Um, I, I had a small circle, but yeah, I mean, was I wasn't, I wasn't popular? hugely popular. He was probably a little more than me. Yeah, like would people be like, "Oh, that's Russ's older brother"? Well, it, yeah, I mean, they knew us. They knew us. Well, Russ together. is more outgoing than Definitely. you are. Definitely. You're a little more shy. I'm definitely shyer than uh, than Russ. More of an introvert, for sure, than Russ. For sure. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. In fact, a lot of the friends that I hung out with were also, you know, were were his friends. Yeah. We would hang out together. So I didn't have a whole lot that I would invite home. (laughs) And and for this... Uh, the sheer reason of I, I was a, I was ashamed to bring people to my house. My house was not mm. uh, the happy home. You know, I had a sure an alcoholic father. Yeah, you know, and I just wasn't happy with the way. <laughs> I mean, house. we didn't grow up in a. Uh, I mean, we, we had a small house too, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't know where it all I comes still from. Have you still have friends. You still have friends. Because they all live the same way, and and and, and I probably felt this. I don't know. I well, just I felt, mean, I guess my dad was like an alcoholic. I wouldn't say that I was. Household. Yeah, I wouldn't say that I was um, embarrassed of my yeah. my family or anything. I wasn't. Yeah, no, I don't think I was embarrassed of my situation. I feel yeah. like the neighborhood we grew up in. I, I shouldn't have been because we were fine. I'm sure everybody everybody lives the same way. So in you my knew head, something that that yeah. none of your other family really, I guess, recognized or bothered you. Yeah, it bothered you. You realize your dad drank a lot. Yeah, yeah. I so guess you were, I, I guess I, you could say you were more observant. Oh, for sure, hundred yeah. percent. I would observe. Uh, yeah, everybody and and and, and yeah, I observed my dad uh, being violent uh, early on as a kid, even in Pennsylvania, throwing mm. things, destroying stuff. Mm. His anger issue yeah. was pretty severe, and uh, and watching him drink and then chase my brother up the stairs and mm. yeah, know, and I I tried to I basically just try to be a ghost in the house so that you know if nobody recognizes and know I'm there then you know I, I'm not going to get my ass kicked sure. and, and that also probably played well for what uh, how I did in school because if you know if you, 
a bad grade. I don't, you don't know what was going to set them off. You know, oh, bad grades okay. could set them off. Getting kicked out of school could set them off, and I have no idea. So you just don't want to give anybody a reason Correct. to. Yeah, I didn't want to be anybody to be singling me right. out for yeah. any reason whatsoever. That makes sense. Okay. And so yeah, it was it was a, I don't know, for me it felt like a, a kind of a yeah. tough upbringing. So, well, yeah. double edged sword, right? Because yeah. then you don't have much practice of like being. Yeah. You know, I guess outspoken or in the mix. Yeah, yeah. I wish I was a little bit more. So a lot of times I have to fake it. You know, yeah, and I do okay. You know, I can make friends. I can talk to people. It's just, yeah. No, yeah Sometimes I mean, it's a challenge. Sometimes yeah, it's I don't a challenge. think you would really. I don't think yeah. anybody would notice that. Yeah, you probably wouldn't, because I could fake it pretty good. Yeah, that's hard. Yeah, to yeah. Do. And I've gotten a little when bit better. When somebody first meets you, you know, they're like, "Oh, he's cool, or he's funny, and yeah. you know." Yeah, the funny yeah. part was another mask, I guess. To you know, if I make people laugh, do you think you're one it, of the most funniest away, in your family? Uh, probably. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. John always had a pretty good sense of humor. Oh, did he, hear him, John? Yeah, I like to feel like he, you know, he's a pretty funny, dude. Yeah. Well, cause I think yeah. that's a big part of like your personality. Like, I think that's what makes humorous because that takes. If I can make somebody laugh, it kind of takes the pressure off of, of trying to have a conversation. You know. Oh, okay. You know, and it, yeah. I don't know. I feel like more that's, of a one liner. It makes it more comfortable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, you probably knew that when we first met. No, when I first met you, yeah. I thought you were funny, and you were and you were kind of like a clean version, kind of funny, like an innocently kind of funny, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah Should we talk about that? Like, like, you know, we're talking about. So, what did you think about Ron when you first met him? Right, because. Well, no. Let's go back to. Right, should we go Ron, take it back? Yeah, Ron was in fast? the military. You didn't. Yeah. You did didn't retire. Yeah, did some military time. Uh, I had a great time uh, there. I did meet a lot of cool people, you know, in the military. I started out doing um, communications for helicopters, stuff, the Huey, OH-58s, and that kind of thing. But I, I changed uh, my job later on because one, I was initially I was National Guard, so you would go back to your to your state, and you would work for you know a local, you know, National Guard unit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I liked active duty life so much that I decided to go back and. and join up full time instead of because National Guard is like part time a weekend oh, a month okay. two weeks mm-hmm. a year that kind of thing yeah. so I decided to go in full time because I liked it so much mm-hmm. um, and that's when I switched my uh, my, my MOS to be a, a medic so I was a medic in the army oh, after okay. that. so that's what got me right into the, the nursing field got it. Mm-hmm. that was the, the thing that started it off and I did really well with that you know I, I, I graduated uh, probably the top of the class there even in boot camp I did I, cool. I adapt really quick to stuff Learn fast, and then uh, so yeah, I was soldier leader of the cycle. They put me in charge of my whole platoon in boot up. camp. And so, but the sad part about that is, at the end, I didn't get to march with them. I had my own little thing they had me do because I was getting an award and stuff. So I got soldier leader of the cycle and got. Did you say the sad thing about that was? Yeah, because I'd, I'd rather have been with the whole group that I, you know, I was friends with everybody. You know, my my platoon. That's why I was able to stay for the entire boot camp to stay as the as a leader. Everybody else would get fired. Every other platoon, those guys would just rotate because people would get fired all the time. Mm-hmm. I never got fired from it. When I started it, they kept me. Yeah. I was good at it. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, I was pretty good at it. Uh, but yeah, I wish I would have could have marched with my my, my platoon. But you it, didn't it, retire from the. No, 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 no. I stayed. So yeah, I was an, I was a medic for a while. I had a good time with that. Uh, at one point, uh, I started working for the commander of the hospital that I was working in. The, uh, the company commander, and he was a full bird colonel. I was his driver. So then I wasn't even doing nursing stuff. I was just driving him around. Uh-huh. When he had to, when he wanted to go golfing, 
love Degas. In the Army? <laughs> yes. What the heck? In my own office, coffee maker. Chiller. Dang. Coffee maker. <laughs> he would just call me when he needed me. He's like, hey, uh, I need to go out to where the, where, the, where the tanks are. This was in Fort Hood, so he's like, this is what I'm gonna go, I gotta go out to where the, the tanks are training. So I would mm. drive him out there and chill out and then. I'd have to keep his car clean, keep it gassed up, you know. And That's it. freaking interesting. He's the one, that, he's, and he's the one that pushed the ninety-one Charlie course, which is the the LVN program, basically that the Army has. Uh, he pushed for that, and actually, I think he because he, he needed recommendations for it, and I think yeah. he he's the one that wrote the letter and got me into that school right away. Okay. When I told him I wanted to advance, so uh, yeah, he got me into that right so away. That was, that was fun. That was my into transition into the nursing, nursing program. So did that, yeah. So you nursed and. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I nursed. I nursed. <laughs> you became a nurse. Right, right, right. I became a How nurse. How many years were did you nursing? Think. Because then you ended up yeah. where you are now. Yeah. So let's see. Uh, that was in the early 90s. Uh, went through the nursing program. By 95 and 96 is when I decided to get out and go back to nursing school back at, uh, okay. in, in Arizona. So, so to, to be an that. RN? Or mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, uh-huh. that was my goal uh, at the time. Uh, so it was a few minutes, a few years after that actually 99 when I finally finished everything with the military so I was able to move around but so by then uh, I'd worked a few nursing homes around 99 yeah so I'd done like 10 so and a half you had already had Devin because Ryan's yeah. 99 yeah. he's younger than Devin yeah but I, at that time I was just local I was back in the National Guard so I stayed local then oh, okay. yeah um, and I was working at different hospitals and stuff and trying to go to school money ran out for school I didn't want to take out loans. I wanted to kind of do it on my own, and then mm-hmm. I couldn't. Plus, you had other responsibilities, right? I had some other responsibilities. I had a little one. So, yeah, I had a bunch of had some responsibilities yeah. uh, that kind of kept me from that. Yeah. And then? Where was I going with that one? Yeah, but so by 99, I got, so when I couldn't finish uh, uh, school, uh, who I was with at the time, her parents uh, lived in California, and they worked for the state. They worked for the prison. They were both uh, parole agents uh, or, okay. Yeah, different parts of California. So, um, there they told us about this great MTA job for the for the prison. What's MTA stand for? Uh, medical technical assistant. So okay. it's yeah, it's a, basically a nurse with a badge. Hmm. So they told me about that and what the pay was, and I hmm. and, and right away it sounded good to me because the hell that was the goal anyway. You work for the state. There's yeah. your pension. There's your pension right there. It's so you a, use your nursing skills yes. plus you're an officer yeah. with the badge. They recognize at least the LVN or, uh, or above to, mm-hmm. to, to be an MTA. And so um, we moved right away to uh, California. To and, and where I lived first was in uh, near Sacramento. What is like the studies? Uh, like So you went to LVN school? Yeah. Like, yeah. So, so what, is, what does LVN stand you, for? Uh, the Licensed Vocational Nurse. Vocational, yeah. and what do you do to, uh, you know, what do you? I mean, we could both speak to that. Des was one. Yeah, what do you do as an LVN? Like, yeah. or what do you study for? What do you study? Oh, I mean, you study uh, nursing. Yeah, you st- anatomy and physiology, basics, yeah. uh, pharmacology, anatomy and physiology. You got to have strong math skills. There's some other things, uh, and then you get onto the technical, the other uh, um, hands-on care. side. There's yeah. so many, so many CPR, different sides of nursing, but yeah. you kind of, they kind of give you a quick. Right, I don't yeah. want to say that quick, but you know. Yeah, med surge. Are you like treating, you're treating people? Yeah. You're a step down from what you're a You're giving medication, you're, yeah. treating, you're treating wounds. You're treating wounds. Yeah. 
Um, patient education. Yeah, patient education, family education. Care, rec- yeah. Heart monitoring. Um, yeah. And you have to have a license. You have to have an actual license with the California or with whatever state you're in you to, uh, to, to practice as an, as an LVN. So. so the difference between LVNs, RNs, main difference is RNs can push medicine through an IV. Uh, yeah. LVNs cannot. They can give meds orally. Yeah. Um, they, or they actually. LVNs can push it; they just can't start an IV, right? We can't. You have to be. You have to be um, certified to do that. Because I'm IV certified, and um, well, I'm IV certified well. also. But so we can, but we can't. Well, we can't push uh, medications in an IV for sure. We so can we do can't. okay. Like, yeah, we can't. Or blood products, stuff like that. We can't do those things. Well, we can draw blood. Cause yeah. I have my IV certification too. Anyways, yeah. So there's yeah, we can so many different. Yeah. So anyway, yes, you studied for you all that, and yeah, diabetes, yeah, you know, all just, that stuff. Well, so my last duty station. Let's talk about that because I didn't go. What what brought me mm-hmm. into the uh, interest in the prison system? I'd already had a little bit of a, uh, a leg up on that because when I my last duty station, was oh uh, yeah, you got recommended the school, not the prison, right? Recommended to the school, finished that, and what, when I was done with the school, they sent me to Leavenworth, which is a um, a, a military prison. In, in Kansas, straddles Kansas and Missouri, so it's it's the it's the military the military prison and the biggest one. So um, I got to go there and I was the public health prisoners officer. who were in the military mm-hmm. still active duty, mind you. Yeah, yeah. still so active duty. What does that mean? So Look, they're if still Ron, like if because Ron was in the army, uh, say he committed a crime. That's where that's I do the my prison time. he's going to go to. That's where so I do my a time. Specific prison yeah. for military yep. personnel but they're still and there's technically a federal active duty they technically saying? still belong to the federal government still uh, until they serve their time once their time is served if they still have time to serve they'll go to the federal pen which is right outside of the uh, military yeah. prison if they you know that's their service once they've served their time then they're dishonorably or less than honorably discharged from the military and so, are they offensive just as like every every just, every uh, thing you can get in trouble for on the outside, inside as well. We have murderers, drugs, all of it. It's all in there. Some pretty heinous crimes too, yeah. And when, but like, as far as like when they're in prison, are they still crazy? They're there? not as much. Believe it or not, they're still military minded, so they're yeah. very uh, uh, controlled. I would think so. And regimented, sense. yeah. It's. And wherever they they march to wherever they go, and they're radioed ahead. Hey, I'm sending five to this whatever to whatever clinic or whatever mm-hmm. they're going. I'm going to send five. And you when you watch them, they'll be they're marching. They're not walking. Yeah. They're not just fucking chilling like they do. Yeah. Every other prison I've worked at, it's pretty regimented. They're pretty controlled in there. So right. It was a cool environment. I was I did a lot of health teaching and stuff. They, uh, I taught about a uh, you know HIV and TB and all that you were stuff. To over the there? Uh, yeah, I would. I was a public health nurse. So as New inmates would come in. I'd have classes with them to teach them, you know, personal hygiene and all this other crap that I had to do. Blood draws I would do on them for their for their, um, you know, their intake. When you bring in a new prisoner, they have intake. They have blood to do labs and things, and I would do most of that. Yeah, yeah. it was a pretty good gig. I was a sergeant by then, so I was an E five. I had some rank. That's uh, very I had two offices. I had one inside the prison, one outside the prison. It was a pretty cool gig. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah. thought I would thought I would have hated it, but, but I kind of like anyway. That got my that got my interest in uh, working for the prison okay. system. So when I moved to California, uh, jump uh, forward now to '99, towards the end of '99, um, 
Yeah, I applied to the uh, to the state of California. They had a they had a, a like a job fair kind of thing where you got through all the the whole process because you know you've been through the process. It takes a while the whole background mm-hmm. thing. So the, they had the whole process in a day where you had the medical, you had the physical, you oh, had the psych, okay. all in one day. It was a long day. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I made it through the whole day. So then I was just to fill out the background stuff and send it in. So within four months. Oh wow. Uh, yeah. So by April of two thousand, when I started with the state of California. In uh, Vacaville. Vacaville? Yeah. First prison? First prison I worked at. First prison I worked as at. As an LVN? As an MTA. So MTA. I was an LVN. So I had to go to an academy. And it was an abbreviated academy, but you had to go get your uh, um, peace your, officer. Yeah, your peace officer status. So there's certain things you have to take, you know, mm-hmm. um, to get that arrest and control and things. There's, there's some weapons training and things of that nature. And once you qualify for that, then you get your, your badge and you show up to work. They give you keys and a and a med cart and say this is where you go. go. Is that the same <laughs> position that you do go sling some to dope. this day? Um, no, not to this day. No. no, I did that for a long time though. MTA yeah. for yeah. how long? Uh, probably seventeen years. Seventeen yeah. years. Seventeen years. And and you're working with prisoners. You're prisoners. in a prison. You're working with inmates. Prisoners. And I'd already inmates. had a little bit of a. Of a well, when you first that, got in, mm-hmm. were they the psychiatric inmates as where well? Where I was. Where I was. Where you were. Oh, that's yes. right. Vacaville. I was yeah. in Vacaville, and that's that's both a, a medical hospital prison mm-hmm. slash, and, and but also had a big psych unit there as well. Yeah. Yeah, pretty dangerous. That was one of the pretty so well Yeah, pretty the well psychiatric. But the very interesting yeah. part to me is like beyond just giving them meds, yeah. they're like interacting with you. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, that's how he got his inner injuries. Yeah. That's how I got some of my injuries, right? They're like, you're literally like, yeah. well, that's, oh. are you trained on how to work with prisoners and yeah. like psychologically uh, their mindsets and like the manipulative they, they give you, you learn the manipulation. You. They give you a little bit of manipulation yeah, courses. Yeah, they do. They right. do, huh? Yeah, yeah. And call it what anatomy of a setup is a big one, mm-hmm. um, because really they're out there to just take advantage of you if they can. Right. But uh, not all of them, but most of them. Most of them. <laughs> yeah. Especially on the psych units. Yeah, you really gotta. You, yeah, you gotta watch your back at all times. So, so yeah, what I think was like your, the learning process with? I think le- you. I think you just have to be. You know, like make it just your Probably job interesting thing. Initially, yeah. right? For me, it was interesting initially. Right. What was yeah. interesting? It was just learning how they're just that environment. It was just it's, it just but you don't want to show them that you're interesting. interested. No, I don't mean interesting like that. Like, oh, you're interesting. Like, I guess intrigued. It's just you know, it's intrigued just, by the environment. Like when you watch when uh, well, you don't watch those kind of shows, like, like sixty crime days in and, and stuff like that. You don't haven't seen any prison shows. I mean, it, that happened It's really... It's like it's, that. It's right. It's dead on to that. Because we... I mean, California has the biggest prison system pretty much in the world. But I don't really. know how they treat the nurses and all of that. Oh, well, I wasn't... Well, I mean, you kind of... Like, behind closed doors. Like, well, you guys yeah. are talking to them one-on-one, right? Yes. Literally, like, one-on-one. Face-to-face. Like, me and you, except they're well, behind the door. And not always. And not always. Because here's, yeah. here's the biggest difference between just a nurse and what I did. Uh, because I had a badge, I didn't have to have escorts. Nurses are escorted usually by a, by a, a corrections officer. Mm-hmm. But I am an officer now and a nurse. So yeah. I'm doing a nurse's job, but also a CO's job. So yeah. uh, You might have had you, a partner. Yeah, sometimes. But, but, it's, but where I first went in Vacaville, um, so we had this unit called, uh, it was TU and V unit, Unit 4, uh, where they had a lot of the HIV inmates, HIV positive inmates. And this is when it was not new, but it was still... A kind of a really big deal in the prison mm-hmm. system. They had kind of separate them. They'd segregate mm-hmm. them. And I don't think they do that anymore, but they used to segregate them back then. And uh, you're in there with 
a good couple of hundred inmates, and you're the only nurse there. They're COs. They have their own little office. I'm the guy passing meds. I have my own little office. Mm-hmm. But when I push that med card out onto the tier, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm solo. They don't have to be with me. And what do like the offensive offenses range from? Oh, murder, <laughs> uh, drugs. Sex. You're literally looking these guys in the eye. Hey, let me tell you one. We had was one it intimidating? Uh, it could some be. of them were. Some, of them, some of them were really. Some of them really good. You could just tell they, were, they had yeah. the devil in them. Well, we I had one guy. So this is the first prison I worked at where where I first started. Where they first start everybody when I when I get there is called G one. Uh, so it's a it's kind of the long term care like wing of the prison, right? Where they had mm-hmm. quadriplegics and paraplegic inmates, right? Still doing time, but, but they're paralyzed or whatever. Mm-hmm. So they had nurses and MTAs. We would pass their meds, change their yeah. uh, dressings and provide showers and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Well, what they have in the prison system is called a porter, a which porter. is an inmate worker that would come and help you yeah. take out the trash, do things in that, sweep the floors. They do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It, it gives them a little job, gives, keeps them busy inside the prison, right? Yeah. Well, one of my porters is, and you can look this up, uh, was Edmund Kemper, and he was a he was a serial killer. He was six foot nine, probably three hundred plus pounds. I remember pounds. showing him on one of those. He's in that uh, that crime that, that yeah, and that book that you gave me that has all the serial killers in there. He yeah. has a section on him. They even wrote a, a book on him. I can't remember the book. I don't know it was the hot house from like his anyway. history before when you interacted with him. Yeah, what he he's in there these, for? What yeah. he's in prison is for? Is what they wrote a book on. Yeah. And was he Edmund, like known? Edmund was he infamous when you were yes. in there? He had gotten interviews. Twenty twenty had interviewed him. Um, and so you were working with him. I was working with him. Is that what he would do? Because he was so big. What he would do? Because we had a, a, a um, quadriplegic uh, inmate. He would. He could lift them up. Usually, you have to use what's called a Hoyer lift, right? It's mm-hmm. kind of like what you lift an engine out of a car with, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But he could just pick the inmate up off the bed, put him on a shower bed. And he would help you. He would would do that. So he was a good helper. Yeah, all good experience. The weirdest thing about it is the most pleasant fucking guy you could you could imagine. But he and he, which is the scariest. And he would quite frankly tell you what he did to get in there, what he's there for. Like he would tell you the story about it, and Mm -hmm. it's just. So you only had good experiences with him. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't have any kind of running with him. Did you ever hear of him like? No, threatening somebody or doing anything while you were there. Not while I was there. I think he was pretty. He was, well, he was already he was yeah because he was done with, done with all of his crime he did all that stuff so when he, and he'd already been there for a while like mm-hmm. I don't I'm not sure when he seventies or eighties I think when he did his little crime spree but mm. uh, so he was already ingrained and had been there for you know so many years before yeah. I got there wow very so he was already yeah he was and already good, institutionalized and, and yeah to get that kind of a job where you're taking behavior, care of people right? yeah the in order to get that kind of a gig you, you had to be, to be. Like, Behavior for sure, yeah. You couldn't get it kind of for sure. You couldn't get a gig like that otherwise. But yeah, he was one of the scarier ones. And we had some pretty dangerous. My first kind of really trippy incident was uh, so we had to run to alarms. Most nurses wouldn't run to the alarms, but mm-hmm. because we had a badge, I ran to the alarm. I took everything seriously, like mm-hmm. uh, when it comes down to that kind of stuff. So I heard an alarm. I would be passing the COs down the tier uh, to get to the the one I went to that really sticks out in my mind was. Um, and I had seen him earlier because I passed medications on this tier, but there was a guy who was uh, really wanting his, his uh, pain medicine. Well, it, it had expired, so he didn't have his pain medicine. And you can't give it to him if it's not, if it's, right? Or the doctor's order if it's expired. Well, he didn't take that too lightly. And through, so through his food port, he tried to spit on me. Uh, 
And you know, they just closed the food port and we moved on. It and, wasn't that big of a deal. And they'll also throw... Yeah, they'll other, throw stuff. It's called gassing. Right. They'll throw their pee in. Correct. Yeah, shit. that's the nasty stuff you got to deal with. So later on, you know, I would say maybe an hour or two later, we hear, I hear an alarm. And it happens to be on that wing. So I'm jetting down there. Uh, and it's his cell. And we see smoke coming out of the bottom. So he had set his cell on fire. He put a comb in there where you couldn't, they couldn't crack it open. So mm-hmm. the smoke filled the inside... They couldn't open the door. And what, but when they finally did get enough people to, 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 to get the door open, he was hanging. So he had hung himself. All oh, wow. over a pain medicine. Did he die? No. We ended up, uh, ended up saving him, actually. Oh. Yeah. yeah. We had to start. So me and another officer started CPR on him. Was um, that the craziest story you think you One of the craziest. started CPR on him. Yeah. So you had to cut him down? We had to cut him down so someone would hold him up. They have what's called a cutting tool, and it's available, you know, in all units in the, in the prison system. So somebody had to run and get, grab that. And is he, like, choking and, like, yeah. all this? Yeah. He was he was initially not breathing. Uh, we had to just start CPR on him right away. So. And do you have a mask? Who, who do you do mask Back then, on? yeah. We, we had masks. We had little barriers that we used, yeah. And, and as a nurse, we back. always... You guys got him Because back. we were medical, we always carried a, a thing with us. Anyway. And you got him back. Yeah, got him back. There was one guy we didn't bring back. That was at a different prison where there was a stabbing. Um, and so I had to run. I ran to that alarm. I didn't know what... You don't know what you're getting into until you get there. Do you have weapons there. with you? Not as, a, as an MTA. You know, you, COs so, do. COs do. And what are so they they're have? with you because they're responding to alarms initially, right? We're, we, and we come in with them. Uh, so they have you know batons and they have spray. That's pretty much it. You can't have like... There's no guns inside. Only towers have the guns. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you won't have them inside. Anywhere where the inmates can get access to it, they don't yeah. have them. Uh, so this other incident though we went to um, for protection you guys have nothing nothing it's hands on yeah that's the scary part because a lot of times you're, you could be solo yeah. you could be solo in a whole day room full of like 50, 60 well uh, and that's probably know, what messed up your shoulders because you gotta go in there yeah. and you're using your body basically to take yeah. somebody down that know? did happen later on yes that's when we hit by one shoulder that happened uh, this other incident was at a different prison though probably one of the worst ones was so this guy was getting, uh, I guess he was getting, he got stabbed a few times. So when they drug him out of his cell, he was bleeding. And you could see the blood coming out. Um, mm-hmm. I was on this side. It wasn't even his, in his heart. It was on this side. But the blood was, 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 was pumping out. I had to put my finger on it. And, we, and I was on top of the gurney as they were rolling him across the yard. But that's how I had to stop the, stop the oh, blood wow. initially. And, but uh, I, don't, I think once they trans, um, transported him to the hospital, he didn't make it. Mm-hmm. But, but that was scary. And very messy, by the way. Trying to plug a yeah. hole. I've never done that before. Even in the army, I never done anything yeah. like that. that how crazy. does that affect you mentally? Like, <laughs> how does you know all this? Like, I'm sure the interacting yeah. with these like psychotic people. Like, yeah. how does that you know like affect your They're, your thoughts? Like, it just opens you up to like this whole like well, you, you mentally ill part of the yeah. human psyche. Well, then you don't you, you don't, don't like trust you don't trust anybody. People. Yeah, you stop being able to trust anybody. You have a, you have. A, paranoia uh, yeah an extreme sense of your environment at all times obviously too like when we go to the store and stuff i'm always like watching around and seeing who's around i don't like people yeah. getting behind me you know there's all kinds Did of you little feel like things. you could read them good and like yeah. kind of get a graph you get you initially get grasps on their psyche like initially i was trying to be above you guys i'm not like as sick as you guys i mean initially uh, my approach though as, yeah. I, as i've gotten further you know more more uh um experience was to just mm-hmm. treat the inmates with respect and they respect you. Well, and that's what I that's, liked about you yeah. is that you did treat them 
with respect. Yeah. You did it because there's some, you know, officers yeah. in there that treat. Yeah, I don't come out there so with my chest. They treat them pump. all like shit. Right. You know, you can't go in. They're there still with human. Right. They might have done some fucked up shit for sure. Mm-hmm. You know, but you you do give people their respect, and I think that's why you've never yeah. really had never, a problem. Yeah, I've never been attacked other than that yeah. one guy spitting on me. I never really had any kind of thing thing like that. Most of the inmates. Yeah. Uh, because pretty confident in what I did, I was good at it, but also I treated them with respect, mm-hmm. unless they didn't respect me. But most of them, had, you know, once you once you uh, show some respect to like the, the, the shot callers, let's say, on the yard, yeah, you're pretty much golden after that because nobody really messes with you. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of where I'm at now. I don't, I don't really get messed with. Nobody really we, starts shit with we me. we all know. But I do have a lot of paranoia, let's be honest. <laughs> and probably from that. Yeah, but well, we all heard of those stories where yeah. people get close to the inmates, maybe um, too close. I hear about it, yeah. And, and we've had co-workers. Yeah. You know, XYZ, you know, that's yeah. crazy, you know? Yeah. Was there, like, when you guys were young or, like, first starting, was there ever a point where you were like, I'm kind of intimidated, I'm going to be nice to them, and, like... You ever got too close to uh, where you're like, oh, crap, I think I'm a little too close to... No, I don't think I've ever... I don't think, think you ever so. did, too. You kind of... Yeah, you always kept them at a distance. You, yeah, but you I wasn't a nicely. bitch either. Right. Yeah, you I mean, I you, thought I treated them with respect, too. You although I did get... You definitely did. Well, women have it a little bit differently, I yeah. think, because especially in a male prison, mm-hmm. you're a target for the guys there, honestly. Yeah. I, I, I never did really agree with it. Maybe old school to say it, but... I never agreed with women working around uh, men twenty four seven, and you know, and the I just system. don't think it's safe for them. I in really the don't. System. Yeah, in the prison system, I just don't think yeah. it's safe for them. For in sure. an all male prison, you know, there is an all female prison, and they probably do better there. I don't know. <laughs> well, men don't do good there because then we get. Uh, I, I hear men get walked off over there left and right. It's, it's crazy. Not sure, but yeah, I don't know how crazy women can be. What's walked <laughs> off? What does that mean? Uh, that's what fired, it, yeah fired or removed for investigation. Like an inmate could say something about you, hey, touched me inappropriately, or uh, said this or that, and then you're under investigation. And, mm-hmm. then to, and if they deem that investigation, you know, her way, then yeah, you'll lose your job. Mm-hmm. You know, if they mm-hmm. if they find you guilty of something, and those things can take a while. I've had people that would uh, were under investigation. This was. Uh, yeah, a friend of you met him. I won't say his name, but he was under investigation for a whole year. And where we worked up in back up in uh, Salinas Valley, his um, he was off for a year at the beach. They didn't have light duty spots. They didn't have a spot for him to be, so he was sitting at home, getting his paycheck, but just really? chilling at home while under they investigated for a whole year before they cleared him finally. Wow. Yeah. They took their time doing it, and it's probably just a mess. Because of an accusation? Yeah, because of an accusation. of An inmate was found with a phone, and he accused my friend that he's the one that brought the phone into him. Really? And meanwhile, it wasn't. And it'll be another female that was caught, and she had a a A relationship. Officer. Yep, that worked with us. So you guys have been with with people. Yeah. I think I'm getting off topic, because this is prison. (laughs) Well, now we're talking about prison stuff. Now we're talking about all things prison. Uh, well, I mean, I could finish that with. Uh, right? I was doing the prison system thing, but it's all the MTA gig for. Well, and that's years. where him and I met. Right, that's where in we Selena's met. Valley. Yeah, yeah, that's where we met. Selena's we'll Valley. tell my story later. Yeah, <laughs> so you'll catch more of that later. But yeah, we got we. That's where we met. Um, started dating. You know, I was a little bit intimidated by her initially. You know, because the whole uh, arresting. Bitch face. RBF. <laughs> the old RBF. Uh, but she had an amazing smile, man, and an amazing laugh. I loved her voice, so I, I, I you know, I, I, uh, 
obviously was attracted. So that was in 09. That's when we met. Mm-hmm. And, uh, then I was introduced to your family at some point down the road. Mm-hmm. That was intimidating for me. It's always I'm weird sure. being the, the new guy coming into a household. Yeah. Because I think you took me to your parents' house first, right? Yeah. There was a party or thing going on or something. Mm-hmm. Somebody's birthday, was it? I don't think I took you straight to Audrina's birthday, did I? Might have. I don't think so. Well, there was something going on that day. Mm-hmm. Oh, I wonder. It wasn't for me. I think there was some pin the tail on the donkey going on that day. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder if it was Audrina's first birthday. I'm saying it might have been. It might have been. I yeah. don't remember. I, I remember meeting you at my grandparents. Just I don't remember there being an event that I just remember. Well, we yeah, that's that is kind of where we met. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what the occasion was, but yeah. So then, so you were MTA up there. Yeah. I moved back here. Right. So, so there, yeah. I won't go into the incident, but there was an incident that caused that to happen, and that's actually affected me in my in my career since then, and, and probably still, probably always will. Um, but I hung in there for a little while. I was still working. But when you moved down here, I decided to make the change and uh, that transfer event. I'm realizing really tra- changed the tra- trajectory of a lot. A lot. Of a lot. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because yeah, you guys were with us while I was working up there too. Yeah, and that was a big event, and and um, it did actually change everything because we uh, there was a, there was. The, we'll, we'll talk about this event. It, you want you want that to be your story? Because it, 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 it happened to you. I mean, I could tell the story when it's my t- when it's my turn. But I mean, okay. yeah, you would say, yeah, I okay. There's got there's got assaulted. I got there. assaulted. She got uh-huh. attacked pretty severely, and that affected me because I I'm the one who had was told to go. Uh, hey, we're going to take you to the hospital. That alarm that you just heard that was that was Des. Um, so yeah, they ended up giving me a ride to the hospital and I, when I walked into the room, I almost, uh, I almost passed out. The nurses had to come take, you know, rush me. <laughs> they were like putting cloth on my head. I just Still couldn't. my thunder. I was sorry. I didn't mean to, but <laughs> it was a horrible incident, man. I, uh, it definitely rocked my world a little bit. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, that's so when you moved down here, obviously I, I, you know, wasn't done with our relationship. So I had, oh, at that time too, I had, uh. Injured my shoulder, too, with a takedown. So an, an officer was getting attacked. Uh, an officer was helping us with showers, or we had to you know, escort the inmates to showers in and out once in a while. So this officer was helping us out. I was a couple of um, hallways down. Uh, um, I guess when he was removing the inmate from the shower, the inmate started swinging on him and was winning. Uh, so when I heard the alarm, you know, I came running. To another MTA came from another hallway. Uh, I got there first and uh, grabbed the guy and took him to the ground, but I, I guess I tore my shoulder at that time. Didn't notice it at the time, because, you know, you got the adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So we and took him down. is he wet? Yeah. Is he, and he's naked? Because he just got out of the shower. Well, no, he, he had his clothes on, because he was ready to come out of the shower, so they get dressed while they're in there. The officer passes the clothes so through the food court, the guy gets dressed, and then he comes out. And so, the, yeah, the guy was talking, but he was still... He was so still do you there. learn wrestling tactics and all this takedown I, tactics? I wrestled a little bit in, in, in high school, but they did teach us some stuff on takedowns and things uh, in the academy. That's so a whole I already had some, I had some knowledge. That's a whole sport. But we also kind of surprised him coming up behind him, because mm-hmm. he didn't hear us running. And I, yeah, was, I, was, I was full force down the hallway. He was way at the end of the hallway, too. I was running like a bat out of hell, because I hate seeing somebody getting... And I think that's another that thing that I liked about you too is that you were always the first to run. You were the first one when the alarm. No hit. fear. Yeah. You were there. Yeah. And you were. That's very interesting too. You had yeah. You were good at your job. 
I felt like I was pretty good at it. Yeah, yeah. I think people, you know, they look up to you at work. Yeah. And they go to you for advice and, you know, you're that's pretty... True. You're a pretty confident guy. <laughs> I was pretty confident. I think that's what kind of got you too was that that, that confidence that I had back then. So it's yeah, because you know you got the uniform. I've been doing it for a long time. I had a lot of experience, and yeah, it, there was some confidence that came with that. Mm. Um, and I liked it. I liked that job. I would probably uh, still be doing it. We used to have MTAs in every prison, but it's, at some point around 2006, 2007, they got rid of us. The only place that had us still was Vacaville and Salinas Valley. Yeah. That's, that's where we met. So, uh, but like I said, when you got, that happened to you and, and um, you end up uh, leaving work, you moved down here and everybody did. All of you guys moved down here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I decided to follow you. So, um, well, initially the shoulder thing, you know, when I took that inmate down, I had to have surgery. So I was out mm-hmm. for a little bit. But in that meantime, I started my paperwork to transfer. So I already had it in my mind that I don't want to go back to that place, you know. Mm. Because after what happened to you, I was just over that whole environment. Uh, I did after have to, being there for how long? Uh, I was there probably from 06 is when I transferred up there. I'd been to four different prisons in, in California. Vacaville, Salinas Valley, uh, CMC, and, and, and now Chino. But So uh, CMC was where the last one before Salinas Valley. When I left there, they had gotten rid, that's when they had gotten rid of the MTAs. Mm. I was close enough to Salinas Valley that I could just transfer up there and keep my MTA status. So mm-hmm. that's kind of how I ended up up there. Uh, and I liked it, man. I liked it. Liked so you put in your transfer. You put in my transfer. You came down. It and took a while. They, they don't have any MTAs anymore, so you nope. had to become a yeah. straight CO. They didn't have... To, to transfer down here, I had to go back to the academy and become a straight CO. Basically get rid uh, of the medical aspect of my job. So now it's just an officer. And, and, and it pays the same. Uh, really? uh, the benefits are all the same. And my times followed me, so I was good with that. And I was able to get a, a, a prison pretty close to here, yeah. So you weren't going to have to do the yeah. nursing stuff? No. For sure. No. But yeah. you had to go learn extra. I had to learn extra stuff. So the academy ended up being stuff. like a 13-week. My initial academy, what was our academy like as an MTA? Two weeks? Yeah, I think mm. so. It was like two weeks. <laughs> Very abbreviated. You just had to learn certain stuff, rest and control and some other. But as a, as a CO, you got to go from round one, man. Thirteen, 13 weeks. weeks. More extensive. Testing and a whole lot of physical oh, stuff. You get gassed. They throw you into a Connex oh, and they yeah. throw gas in there and you well, stand there. And... When I went oh, that's true. We did it even in the MTA course, yeah. huh? Yeah. And then spray the face. You get some pepper spray in the yeah. face. Yeah. yeah. You do a lot more takedowns and that was those kind of techniques as a CEO. A lot of stuff with the baton. Yeah. A lot of a weapons training. Uh, so that all that did that like reassure fun. your like testing skills and yeah like, I was pretty good at those too I was able good to, there I met a great group of guys and we would uh, we would all study uh, together initially you were nervous because by now nervous. you're already a little bit older than all the other CEOs coming in well I was nervous and disgruntled I could say because I didn't want to I, I didn't feel like I had to go through the whole academy. The whole background as because yeah, I already had like fucking I already yeah. had uh, seventeen yeah. years in the department, mm. yeah. uh, but I had to, so I'm in there with guys that are in their early twenties, you know, and I'm I'm fifty, right? Yeah, but uh, they all called me father now. They and I'm still in touch with those guys. That's cool. Very yeah, cool. it was a good time. I was good. Physically, they couldn't keep up with me, which was cool. We had we had a, we had a push up contest. Yeah, yeah. Nice. I didn't bring I didn't bring that up in the, in the army though. We I was I was one of the better ones at push ups there too. I think my, yeah. my record was 128 in two minutes 
Nice. So, but what, the winning. <laughs> I can barely do ten. <laughs> I, I did. I wasn't the winner though. There was a little Korean kid, man, and that dude had because he had short arms. That's how I was. One hundred twenty. One hundred twenty push ups. Yeah, it's a little more than one second. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah, I was knocking him out pretty quick. There was one time I was taking a test, and this this uh, captain was grading me, and I knocked out probably thirty in my head. I'm already counting to thirty. He's like, I don't know how to stop. You gotta go back. I lost count now. You're, you're, oh you're going too fucking. You're going too fast. I'm like, motherfucker. Because I was trying to get a record that time. I was, I was trying to get my record. You're not messing around. Sent me back. And he was sleeping on you. He, he was, slept on. Yeah. I was going too fast. He's like, ah, you went too fast. I lost. You need to go to the back of the line. You motherfucker. That's my stuff. Pissed. Anyway, yeah. So we had a contest once at the academy too with uh, so all the, the the kids in my there was eight of us in in my little uh, little mm-hmm. dorm. Um. So they were all doing... I wasn't in, involved in it yet. They were just battling each other. I was still sitting up in my bunk. I was reading a book or something. And they're like, hey, what about you? Can you do any push-ups? I'm like, yeah, I could probably do a couple. Uh, I think the highest was like... I think the highest was 47. Or 47. One of the guys in his uh, early 20s. He was a pretty buff guy. 47. They were like, okay, well, you, uh, how much can you do, old man? <laughs> they, they were calling me old man initially before we got really close. <laughs> like, all right, I'll give it a shot. I got 78. And that's why after, that's after not doing them for a long time. Absolutely. So I'm like, all right, I still got a little bit. Matter. I, oh I, still, I still got a little bit of it. And they were all like, uh, we, we can't say shit about McCormick anymore. Right, right, yeah. right. Of course. I gained some respect from those kids at that, that that's point. That's good. That's cool. That's really cool. So we got really close. And like I said, we still I still talk to them to this yeah. day. Yeah. So then you were a CEO. Now I'm a CEO. CEO. So I've been doing that now for... Now you're a CEO, yeah. been doing that for... But you're ready for, for retirement. Years. Man. Well, let's uh, talk about that. I think that's big. I think that's a new chapter. That's the future. Almost. I'm, I'm so chapter. close. Yeah. I can feel it. It's it's close. Yeah. Less than five years. I'm going, sure. I'm going up on uh, 23 years now in the department. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, I could have retired at 50, you know, but I wanted to wait to get the whole the full 20 years in. Mm. So that happened a couple years back. And this is where going back to yeah. your financial yeah. security financial comes security. in. So right. you get uh, to retire. Yeah. Working for the state for how many? 25 years? Uh, I, that, my goal was 25 your to get to 25. 25. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whether I make it to that, I don't know. I'm already guessing, second guessing myself, but... Yeah. Um, that 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 was my my short term goal was get to get to twenty five years. So when they asked my grandpa what he was going to do when he retired, he said, "Whatever I feel like, whatever doing. I feel like doing." I what know. is the answer for you? Like, is there? I actually do want to do. I, and, and you I have interest. I have too many actually. When I see different things. Oh, Ron has so I many jobs lined up for retirement. What have you heard? <laughs> I've heard security oh for concerts. There I've heard so um, Any job security at baseball games. Yeah. There are Disney Man. There are people that do that actually. Yeah. I just heard of a job. Oh, the, like the beach patrols. Oh man, that would be that would be amazing. Um, what yeah, else have you yeah. said? Uh, you know what I found out? As I, I heard just recently. Possibilities are endless. Was was a Fender uh, manufacturing is is nearby, or right? I don't think it's in Corona or somewhere up there, maybe Ontario. I'm not sure, oh, but Fender is I close think, by. Um, what would you Gloria's, do there? Well, I mean, Gloria's they boyfriend. Just work, they just work used to guitars. work there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that would be a cool gig. Gloria's boyfriend used to work at Fender. Yeah, doing manufacturing. I guess so. It's a warehouse, right? Or is yeah. it basically a, uh-huh. where they put Fender guitars together? Yeah, that yeah. could be a cool thing. I had a guitar pretty much since I was uh, nine. Yeah. What else musician like in a coffee shop? Well, but you're so <laughs> shy. So let's we didn't talk about that. that. We didn't talk about that. Your musical. 
capabilities. The You're creative aspect. Well, because, yeah. Yeah, like, he's creative. I never you explored know? it outside of just my own entertainment because You're I'm pretty shy. good at it. Yeah, you are really I'm shy. shy. You, that, that got in it's your a, way. Yeah, that it's, a, it's for sure. Yeah. Because you do it's have crippling. a good voice. It's crippling, this, this. You uh, know, when you when I hear you sing along with the yeah. radio and stuff like that, you have a great, a great voice. I practice a lot when I'm by myself. That's the sad yeah. part. I'm by myself typically. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. That's very interesting. Like, because I think everybody has that. Everybody the shyness. Has, yeah, shyness, yeah. or you know, like stage fright, or not everybody. Some and some people that. use that as their fuel, and it and it pushes them to get up on stage. Because I've heard like yeah. comedians do this. Or like, I get butterflies. I feel like throwing up. But then when I get on stage, you know, I I, I just it, yeah. I like that feeling because it's a challenge to get past it, and I haven't. Reach that yet? I would like to. I wouldn't yeah. mind. Yeah, because you're even good yeah. at doing like impressions. Sometimes, you sometimes. know, sometimes it'd be annoying. But I think most times I'm annoying to you. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of things annoy you oh, about me. It's timing. Point. Your timing's <laughs> off. My timing is a little bit off. Yeah, yeah. I could work on that. Uh, yeah, I think the very first so time... So working at Fender would be cool. You think that uh, would be a nice little... be a great little gig, for sure. I mean, it doesn't have to be even... station of your It doesn't have to be anything interest. related to stuff that I did in the past. You know, it doesn't have to be nursing, corrections, nothing. Something that. that you like to do as... Something that so I won't... get up and be like, yeah, yeah. I'm going to go to work today and Something I can time. enjoy going yeah. to and actually feel happy mm-hmm. about going to it. Yeah. yeah just for a few technically bucks. Technically, you're too young to, like, yeah. just sit around yeah. the house. And yeah, I can't sit around that house. That, that's... I mean, I could you there. not? I mean, I could. Could anybody? I mean, you are anybody? <laughs> <laughs> I am now. But I that's have. because you just had. Yeah. I mean, you know, there could be things. That surgery number too. two just happened with my yeah, left shoulder. For those who don't know, there's and, things you could be doing, but yeah. Yeah. Around the house <laughs> is different than like I pursuing know. you. But you asked, could you not just sit around the house? Well, yeah, because, yeah, I'm, I'm yeah. thinking, like, I could. well, no, because, I could, no, and I, and no I but that's asked. an honest question, because, <laughs> yeah. well, and I know for you, you've worked your butt off for, like, so long, yeah, and, and I'm thinking, for me, it's different, I know I'm younger, right, and I still have to work my butt off, so I'm thinking, yeah. like, I can't just sit at home yeah. all day. But I look back on, on everything that I've done up till now, and, yeah, I feel like I, I, I've earned some Sit on my ass time. Right. For yeah. Sure. Yeah. yeah. 100%. But I don't feel like I'm ready to. Like, I feel like, I feel in my mind at least, and uh, I'm still capable. I'm still young uh, enough. I know 55 is not young, but it's, it's I feel younger young. than Well, me. it sounded so young to me when I you feel, said it in the beginning. Like, it, <laughs> it really does. It's young it's to not retire. It's young to retire. Yeah. yeah. The most people can't retire. Because most age. people yeah, nowadays, what, retirement is like 67 now, I think. Or later, yeah. They're saying even 70s or people are not even... Yeah. Well, look at your... Look at your... No. <laughs> that's voluntarily, though. Yeah. But I mean, technically, oh, yeah. now, you can't retire yeah, so unless yeah. you're like 67. Yeah, I think I that's what, the age. I think so. Yeah. I and guess, so, yeah, to yeah. retire does seem young, too, because mm-hmm. you have so much experience yet, like... Yeah. But you're yeah. not... Old and right. immobile, so it's like yeah, you yeah. literally have about twenty years to like create to do something else. new a with whole new all career. of your experience that you have. That's correct, and That's like correct. all of your interests optimized. Like you know, what you don't like. Yeah. yeah, I even thought about working at uh, the the guitar center and just sweep the floor. I'll just go in there and vacuum. Yeah. Oh, let me tell you, I've been there recently. They don't dust off the drum kits. Great, mm-hmm. knowledgeable workers. So you do pretty, you do better than that. You're, You're right. They really don't. That. Yeah, they don't. 
That guy that we had, even he wasn't too sure about what he was saying. Yeah, as far as recently, he did steer us in the right direction on a on a on a guitar though. Like, don't get the little one. That's basically like don't get the little one. You know, that would be really cool. But something like something something that I enjoy that I can go like Des said, go in and 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 I'm happy to do it. You know, so it's like what is top three for you? Because it really wouldn't be for. I'm not looking to do something for a large amount of money. I'm already going to be getting a a paycheck, so it's not that. It's just something that I. I'm looking for more something that I'm Kill happy. time, extra money. Yeah, something I'm happy travel. doing and something to get out of the house and meet people and socialize. Yeah. What are like the top <laughs> three ideas that you have? Oh, I don't even know. I even, thought about, I even thought about a coffee shop because yeah. I like coffee so much. Maybe I'll sit in. But then I got to learn how to make coffee. <laughs> you should do like voiceovers yeah. or something. Yeah, well, I have looked into that and that is that is something I, I, I definitely would, would try to pursue. That would be kind of, kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I used to be told uh, as I was younger that um, a DJ, I could be a, well, back when back when radio announcers were a big deal um, and spinning records on radio. Speaking of DJs. I could have done that. Just a quick interruption. Yeah. You know what I saw today? No. On TikTok. <laughs> Uh, do you guys know who Art LeBeau is? Yeah. Yeah. Guess yeah. how old he is, and he's still... Because he loves it, probably. On the radio. Oh, like 97. Bullshit. Serious? I'm not even And that dude kidding. is still doing it. 97. Oh, wow. He's still on the radio. And what a great station he does. He yeah. Is, right? Who doesn't yeah. like listening uh-huh. to that? Wow, that's crazy. I think, I, think I didn't Art know who LeBeau. that was. I think you turned me on to him. Mm-hmm. Oh. Well, because he was kind of like, uh, well, now he became. I know you guys had a radio station up, up, where in the Central Coast. Yeah. But um, he became because he puts on like oldies, oldie shows and stuff like that. Yeah. The. Uh, he makes like all the all the girls calling. <laughs> I want to give that's puppet right. a shout out. <laughs> Your head up, dude. <laughs> in that's, prison that's one of the biggest secrets. Daddy. That's one of the biggest secrets I've learned uh, in prison. I used to work in this one called. It's called the Ohu uh, in CMC, and it's the. Uh, it's kind of like the, the prison inside of a prison. It's the observation housing mm-hmm. unit. So it's for suicidal inmates or ones that are real troublemakers. That's kind of where they stuff them. So, mm-hmm. and it's more of a um, uh, one-on-one um, atmosphere there for the inmates, but they can be rambunctious. You know, mm-hmm. they like to. Kind of, kind of like how Selena's Valley was. A lot of psych. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they're very unpredictable and can be yeah, very loud. That's very, another very level loud and crazy. of your guys' work. It wasn't just yeah. like... The unpredictability, for sure. Criminals. It was like they were... Psych- serious uh, psych stuff. That's yeah. kind of... That's that's where Des got hurt was the probably the, 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 the most dangerous psych unit in California because we got the worst of the worst from all yeah. prisons. All prisons would send them to us there. And so it was. It was a breeding ground for that kind of environment. But what I was going to say was, um, so the oh, what I what I learned oh, was, you know, how the, the saying that music calms the savage beast. Well, it does for inmates as well. So I would play music uh, down the tier, but if they were loud, I would turn the music off. And man, they it fucking worked. hated it. It worked every fucking time. That's really every funny. damn time. And there were some nurses that were like, "No, nah, don't play that music." Because, you know, like you said, there are some mm-hmm. attitudes in there that they're not yeah. going to give a shit. But I'm like, look, we play this. I Trust me, they will calm down. Yeah. You will yeah. see this place will be peace and quiet in an hour. Yeah. And you don't have to worry about shit. I'm going to give them their meds. Yeah. I'm going to put the music on. And if they make a fucking peep, music is that on. That is they, so and, real. And they know that. Yeah. So they, That is so real. It is. And it worked every time. It's, cr- it's crazy to relate. I, I know, like, what I work with is, like, such a small variation of that. <laughs> 
I kind yeah, of work with job. adults with disabilities. Some yeah. of them like have schizophrenia and like are wild. It's a challenge. And they can get, you know, yeah. just real tense and stuff. Yeah. And, but music really, you know, yeah, and like, always. just like hearing how you kind of like handled it or how my mom said, yeah. how you treated them and whatnot. Yeah. How you treat them is everything, right? Yeah, but totally. then like also like your yeah. little, your, your music or your little, your tactics, right? Like yeah. that is... It's all, it's everything. It's all the approach, a lot of it. It's uh, everything. How you yeah. speak. It's your the mannerisms. confidence. It's like, look, yeah. I'm going to, you know, uh, I'll do this for you, but you guys got to do this. Right. It's, respect. It, yeah. It's just respect. Yeah. If they see me coming on, hey, can you put the, the music on? I'm like, hey, as long as it's fucking quiet in here, you know, I'm going to put music on, but it's got to yeah. be quiet. And you can hear them all telling the other inmates down the tier, hey, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> right? right. And yeah. then uh, I put the music on. Yeah, and it's quiet. That's real. And then they're thanking me as I'm giving their meds. Hey, man, thank you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But you're right. You would get the dedications and shit. Yeah. yeah I used to love hearing those. Yeah. It was funny. Can't wait to see you. Oh, it's <laughs> yeah. funny. Anyway. Yes. I'm holding it down. Yeah. This is for Good puppy up in uh, Corcoran. Yeah. Puppy. <laughs> puppy. Oh, puppy's from that show we watched. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. funny. Well, I can't wait to see yeah. what the next chapter for you Man, is. I know. I'm kind yeah. of I'm excited about it because it's right around the corner. I'm excited yeah. about it. Absolutely. I want to travel more, which uh, you know we just had a little little trip, and it was, you know, I, I love traveling yeah. with you. Anyway, it was so it was so much fun. It's very relaxing. It's it's and aside of the relaxation yeah. for me, it was just seeing, the culture and the that you things. don't even know. You know, it's it's history. Yeah. Stuff that you don't pay attention to when you're in school. Right. But the history, seeing it right there and learning about it's it is just like... Learning about what? what? About well, the, the Mayans. Mayans. It was the Mayan culture. And their, so we went and visited the uh, Tulum. The ruins, uh, ruins and stuff. Their housing. It's like being and, there and that oh culture. My, yeah. Like it's, you're there. Does it make you feel different. what? Small? Like, you know. It just makes... It's just a little bit of that. Pretty, I don't know. For me, it's yeah. just like wow. Very interesting. There's a Very lot out here. There's a lot you don't know. It's a lot we don't know. It's Maybe a lot that. in the world that you There's, don't know about, yeah. and it's just so you know, much we have to, to learn. Stand there and and just think like wow. I mean, yeah. the Mayans really, you know, they used to live here. They I'm just watching a show on uh, Netflix about the uh, the Mayans and stuff, and it goes way back even before. It's, mm. There's so much. They thought they think that some of the hieroglyphics and stuff that they've that they've uh, discovered from them it's 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 I mean, yeah, very it makes me want to go evolved. back and learn more yeah. about them, you know. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. So there's yeah, aside of the relaxation, anyway, that is my plan. I do want to travel Traveling, a lot more. Yeah, for uh, sure. And we're doing some some stuff around the house here that's going to make it so much more enjoyable to be here as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we're, some we're, party we're, get the yeah get the vibes right here. It's bring everyone together. Yeah. It's going to be pretty yeah. amazing. Because whether you got, like, yeah. Ron, I don't know how your family was back then. Like, would you guys invite people over? Would you guys have well, little parties, little shindigs? I think Ron's still learning yes. that now. Because yeah. oh, yeah. that's what I was thinking of. Like, you're talking about remodeling yeah. his house. Like, for some well, reason, my for mom us. has been, like, I remember the party yes. or the event thing. This basically is the house for that now. Um, yeah. When I was growing up in Pennsylvania, we had family gatherings. We had, like, cousins and everything. It would, would be big parties, mm -hmm. uh, and, it was, and it was a big deal. When we moved to Tucson, of course, we knew nobody there. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, nobody came over to the house. We mm -hmm. didn't have parties over there. Nothing I happened. think culturally, so I lost too, that. though. Yeah. You got, when you, once you guys grew up, you guys... We split. Split. 
to different states and Correct. stuff, yep. you know? Yeah. And so for an Hispanic culture, we like to kind of stick together and gather, know. you know? Us Caucasians, like, we get tired of each other pretty quickly and get the fuck out. I mean, is that what it, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if that's weird. it. I don't know what the, you know, I don't know the reasoning for <laughs> no, that. No, I don't know either. I just know that I our family is. The, the differences in cultures, oh, you know? Right. Yeah, I mean, my family's spread out all over the place. I have a sister in Alaska, I have a brother in Missouri, I've got two brothers in Arizona, yeah. and, and, and I'm here, it's, it's, and we rarely communicate to each other at all, mm-hmm. unless it's a special occasion. If you remember his brother's birthday, you might wish him a happy birthday. Uh, if you don't, sure. then, you know, you might never talk to the guy for, you know, a year or two. Yeah. It's, kind of, it's crazy. And I don't like it. And so I, it, it I is what I learned, admire. Uh, I mean, you're still learning, but yeah. I think you've learned, you know, that... I do learn, we always have somebody here. Well, and, and what I've learned is it is a better life having yeah. that and sharing, you know, and that kind of thing. And, and how we've done it is is just, it's kind of lonely and sad. Just know? to share <laughs> the ups and downs. Yeah, all of it. And around you. I mean, because, even like when we go on vacation, for me, I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm pretty sure you don't think about these uh, things. But for me, I'm like... Man, I wish the kids were here to see it. Oh, no, because we did talk about that and how much they would have loved to see those things. We did talk about that. Yeah, it is yeah. one of those things. And maybe back, you know, years ago, I mean, I like almost feel guilty. Now, you're like, dang, I wish we could have brought everybody. You yeah, know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I feel that way. I know now. you're like that too, though, Ryan. <laughs> yeah. you're, uh, you always want. Well, because then you want to share. Bring, it. You know, you want everybody yeah, to experience, to experience it. what you're experiencing. Yeah. Boy, those cenotes, man, was that amazing or what? Like, to, that's what I really want to share with people. Oh. It's a sinkhole, basically. It's like water underground. It's just the most amazing. There were bats up on the ceiling. Yeah. That was kind of scary. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we did some snorkeling. But that's what I want to do um, a lot more of in the the future, for sure, in retirement. And it is is a blessing that I got this gig to be able to retire at such a young age. The contract that we have... You're still able to do it. Yeah, because the contract that we have... What I when I signed on it was uh, it's called three point at fifty so at fifty age fifty I could retire out of the state and be fine yeah one hundred percent yeah where are you going let's end it before basically I still want Benny out here we'll finish up all right finish up with uh, another shot no I think I'm done with my shot no yeah I'm good too. <laughs> That well, is pretty shoot. good. Yeah, so, we got through. I think we caught up to where we are today. Yeah, I don't know if I missed. Ways. I don't know if I missed anything. Let's see. I mean, look, I did write some notes the other day. Let's see. It's a traumatic event for Dez. I heard about that. Blah blah. Moved him. CMC. Yeah, I was in the army for bail. That stuff. We we touched base on a lot of it. Just the future is yet to come. We never touched base on uh, where my. Um, Paying attention to rules and stuff almost got my ass kicked back oh when I was gosh, a kid. Oh my gosh, I love that story. Yeah, we don't have to, uh, We don't have to go back. Tell that one real quick. Ron's a rule follower. <laughs> that goes How back. How much of a rule man. follower okay. are you? Let's, well, let's hear it. So back in Pennsylvania, I used to get, I used to get bullied once in a while. Well, this one particular day, uh, it was a couple of kids that were chasing me home. And I could run pretty quick. So mm-hmm. I, was, I was beating them. I mm-hmm. was... They weren't about to catch me. Yeah. But I came to a crosswalk. And I stopped at the crosswalk. <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> I couldn't cross because we're not supposed to cross a crosswalk. Man looked left, and right, then left again. <laughs> and those fucking kids <laughs> caught up to me, threw me on the ground, and oh yeah, proceeded oh, no. to, if I just would have 
bucked the rules for that one time. I would have saved a good ass kicking <laughs> when I was a kid. Wow. Yeah. Oh my god. I'm a, no. too much of a rule follower, I guess. You know. Yeah, I think that's a whole other <laughs> That's a whole other bot. That could be a whole other podcast, right? That's there. A whole other can of worms. Yeah. Whole other can of worms. Yeah. For sure. Well, thank you for telling your story, Rod. Yeah. I learned. I have so many questions about the prison stuff. I I never yeah. learned all of well, it. Well, yeah, you never well, really asked. We I could have. I, I guess that's probably what it came down to. I never really asked. But we yeah. could have a whole pod on that. I don't you know, know how close you guys were to them. But oh, very. Yeah. yeah, we're like right on. Yeah. Even where I'm at now, I have uh, you know I have probably a good thirty inmates that work for me in in the in the culinary. So. We feed the yard, all the inmates that are on my yard. I work and that's what you're doing up until now, yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm the kitchen. That's my current gig there in the prison. And there's a bunch of different spots that you could work, but that's where I'm at, where I happen to be now. Beautiful. And they're, and what's dangerous about that spot is they all have access to weapons there, like sharp steel Tool, weapons, tools cutting and tools and things of that nature. Yeah, yeah. So that part's, that, that's scary. So you can't that's piss real. them off too much. There. 100%. <laughs> you're you're, you're, you're pretty vulnerable. You gotta wash your back. Yeah. That's crazy. Wow. What do we say? Well, it was a good life. Let's just say. And well, much more, more to much, come. Much more of it to All live. the future yeah. to come. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait. I literally can't wait to see. You're, I was just thinking, you are so young to like retire. You have life. Yeah. To build, so to start of, something, to continue yeah. That's what anything. a lot of young people don't, they don't, Take that into account, especially nowadays, because you yeah. know everybody wants to be entrepreneurs, which there's nothing wrong with that at all. It's fantastic, be your own you business. Know? Yeah, it would be amazing. Um, some people just prefer to have the stability, and they think about yeah. that in the future. You know. Yeah, that's kind so of where I was back in the just, day. If I was to redo it now, I probably would think more working for myself, having my own business. But I don't even know what I would. It's do. scary but though it's scary. because you had, you know, yeah. You had but if you're young and didn't have a lot of responsibility, right. Then you could do that. You, you have know. that freedom. Yeah, you have a little bit of more freedom. Yeah. I didn't have that because, uh, you know, I had a kid when I was young. So yeah. well, and then when I got pregnant, I had to think quick too. Like, you what too. am I gonna do? I need, yeah. you know, I need somebody yourself. else to take care of now. Yeah. Yeah, that changes that changes the trajectory of where you're going to go. Like you could have had thoughts on, you know, I'm going to do this, I'm going to party some more, I'm going to travel a bunch. But then when you have, you know, your first kid, it's like, okay, I guess I I guess that's over. I got now. I got to think of something that's going to because I got to provide now. For sure, for sure. Yeah, Yeah. it does change a lot about your life. So that's kind of where I was. I think you guys did amazing. You guys are building a pool in the back right now. You guys just came back from Mexico. I mean, it looks from outside. It looks like it. I mean, don't get me wrong. We're not like, we're not ballers by far. Yeah. But, you know, we, we feel like at least we can make a home, you know? Yeah, we're trying to make it. We're trying to make it comfortable, you know? For sure. And enjoyable. Enjoyable, yeah, yeah for sure. Because uh, this may be their last home. We don't know. We don't know how the, no, the future of while we're here, you know. While we're here, let's make this, it nice. This is the longest house I've ever lived in. Yeah. We'll get into that. Really? Later too. Yeah. Oh, already? I mean, besides growing up. Well, when we hear Dez's story, how often she used to move. Yeah, this is this has become like the longest place that she's lived. Yeah, yeah since I've been on my own. And it's great that we've come together and we're able to to do that. I'm pretty proud of us that we're able to do this. You know, it is a lot. Yeah. Like Ryan, like Ryan was saying, it's a lot that we've accomplished in a short yeah, time. Yeah, I am proud. Of, yeah, yeah, because at a certain age, I, I was even like, oh my gosh, I'm. 35 and I don't even own a house yet you know that meant something to me so when we finally did 
buy a house. You know, it, all those little milestones mean things For to sure. me. You know, it just means, okay, I'm responsible. I'm an adult. I'm adulting now. Right. I mean, it comes with a lot of responsibility, hey, you and, know, and, and there sometimes are some, stress. But There are some things in, in, in my past that we didn't bring up. Uh, one was owning a house. I had one before. I, I was scared to buy this one. And you're the one that talked me into that and got, gave me the confidence. Well, yeah, I think you have it. to have the right partner. You have yeah. to, you know, communicate. You we have definitely to were want that. the same goals. Mm-hmm. You, you got to help each other out. I you got to be a team. You told me it was fine. It was, it was, I could do it. Yeah. And sure enough, we did, man. So It's all about teamwork. It's all about teamwork. We're making the dream work. Boom. <laughs> so, Ron, if you can give anybody listening to this advice, oh man, because you're about to retire, what would you say? Advice. Advice on yeah on on, um, life. on life. Uh, I on mean, life. for me, I just I was I was always question. a I was always a hard worker. I think that's what I did. Is just I pay attention. I I, I observe. I work hard at what I what I do. Um, Try to be the best at it, no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. Then you're always going to accomplish something good if you're the That's best at it. That's pretty good advice. Yeah. No matter what you do. Try to be, be the, the best, best at, at that. Yeah, try to be pretty the best at advice. it. Yeah. I one more that. question before we Uh-oh. before we go. This is probably going to be the hardest one. Go ahead. No, if you could tell your younger self, <laughs> if you could give yeah. your younger self advice, what would that be? It, man... I got to get over the, the, the shyness. If I could get over the... If there was a way to be more outgoing, I wish I could have had that, you know. What would I tell my younger self? To to, to, to to try things. Try more things. like Try more things? Yeah, just to get out and do more things. Don't be afraid to try things. Like, I was don't afraid, be afraid to, ride, to fail. Don't be afraid to fail. I, and that's, what, that's a good point. I was always afraid to fail. I didn't... Mm. I didn't... Learned, nobody taught me how to ride a bike. I learned on my own. And I didn't want anybody to teach me because I wanted to know already mm. how to ride a bike. So when everybody else was riding bikes, all my friends, I was running. Right. I'm fine. I can run. I just... Because you didn't know how to ride. Because I didn't know how to ride. And I was embarrassed because I felt like at my age, I should have already know. known because all my friends knew. And so sure. I, I was embarrassed that I didn't know. And rather than... See, and that's... So. Learning that about you, is it yeah. is surprising because... Yeah. I do notice that you don't like to do things that you don't know how to do. Correct. And you don't want to be told how to do it because you already, you want to know how to do it. I already want to know how. I hate asking questions. But, it's hard without a great mentor. No, I get it. (laughs) But that's what I'm saying. It's surprised, that surprised me about him because he was so confident at work. Yeah. So confident at work. Yeah. Because he knew what he was doing. I knew what the fuck I was doing there. Yeah, you know, you put on that uniform, you, you change your whole face. And you have to go in prison with a with a confidence you can't go in there with your head down that's you true. gotta walk tall i knew this one ceo is when i was first starting and that's what he told me he's like dude don't don't walk down yeah. the tier with your head don't down at down. least he would tell me that he told me that to my face because yeah. i guess he noticed he said hey come here you're a professional dude. let me just tell you this just as a as, as a as a advice I, advice i can give you he said when you're walking down these tiers keep your head up like walk tall yeah like you're a fucking professional you're wearing a uniform put Keep your head straight up. And, there you yeah. go. And, That's and, better and, That's yeah. great and advice. Yeah, it was. And I remember that. So now when I walk into, into the prison, I, I, I own it. Yeah. That's, 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 that's my spot. Yeah. Absolutely. And so I carry myself that way. And it, 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 it took a lot, to, a lot to get there because I did grow up shy, mm-hmm. you know. And uh, didn't have a lot of confidence. But now, I, now you yeah. know, in there, yeah, I do have confidence. Yeah. For sure. There you go. Well, thank, thank you, you for much. telling your story. Hey, I hope it was entertaining. 
Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> I have sure. a lot more questions. All right, we'll get to those on our future we'll, pods. Yeah, we'll get to those on future Who's pods. next on the pods? So the next up next is probably... Next uh, is Desiree. Oh. Desiree. Des.Reed. No. Desiree. <laughs> when I first heard you say your name, I thought it was Desiree, just like everybody does. But uh, I learned very quickly <laughs> that there's two E's at the end of your name. <laughs> so yeah, we get to hear about you next, man. I'm excited. Right. Yeah, stay tuned for Thanks next so week, hopefully. Stay tuned for the next week's podcast. Everybody have a good night. Everybody have a good night. Love you guys. All right, we'll see how that goes. I don't know. Hope it wasn't boring.